I mean, sometimes I can just hop on WhatsApp, drop one of my customers a message and go, hey, is this a good time to talk about your training plan for 2023? Boom, we've got a meeting already and we start laying out that plan. Way easier than doing cold outreach or cold outbound. So you have all these resources in front of you at your disposal that we're not maximizing those opportunities. That's why your customer success team is critical. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Selling in Asia podcast. I'm your host, Elaine Brindamore, COO of Soko Sales Training, and I'm here with Tom Abbott, CEO of Soko Sales Training. Hey, everyone. Great to be here, and thanks for having me, Elaine. Yeah, good to see you. And today we're going to be talking about customer success, what it is, how to improve it, what to track, how to train and improve it. And the reason why we're talking about customer success now is because customer acquisition costs are high. It's obviously way more cost effective to improve uh, revenue from existing customers than to go out and try to find new ones. So we're going to be talking about what customer success's role is in that function and how they can improve it. Let's get started. Yes, and a great topic and uh, very timely, as Elaine said. So I'm really excited to, to jump right in. So why don't we talk, why don't we start by talking about what exactly is customer success? Well, that's a great question. And it, it's, it's, a, it's a newish topic that we're hearing more and more about. We're hearing more about customer success. We're hearing about customer success managers and customer success teams. How is it different from customer service? So we're going to unpack that all here on this podcast. But in a nutshell, just to sum it up, customer success is all about helping your customers succeed. That's really what it's all about. Okay, that sounds great. It's always good to help your customers succeed. Yeah, and, and, and there are ways that we do this, right? So we help our customers succeed by uh, anticipating some of their challenges. So customer success is really about being proactive. It's about trying to figure out what are some questions they might have or some challenges they may be facing and really looking at things from a proactive point of view. It's really about trying to retain these customers and to keep them happy. Because if we anticipate problems, if we try to uh, think ahead as to what they might be needing to grow their businesses for them to succeed, um, they will likely stay with you longer, which will therefore generate more revenue for your company. So it's a win-win for everybody. That sounds great. <laughs> so customer success sounds a lot like customer service. So what is the difference between customer success and customer service? Well, I would say that customer service and success, yes, they do overlap yeah. in, in some situations. Oh. And this is why people get confused. But there are a few important distinctions. So customer service is, I would say, more reactive. Customer service is about reacting to customer complaints, reacting to customer issues. It's reacting and trying to troubleshoot and to solve problems. For example, if you've got an issue with software, you pick up the phone, you drop an email, and you're calling the customer service desk to help you out. Or maybe customer support. They call it customer support. But basically, it's service, and it's troubleshooting, and it's problem solving. It could be service recovery. Maybe you're not happy, and you're planning to, to cancel an account or to downgrade. Well, someone on customer support or customer uh, uh, service might help you with a problem. Customer success is not backward looking, it's not past oriented, it's future focused and it's looking ahead. It's actually working with your customers proactively to try to help them grow and to help them succeed. 
So whereas customer service could be seen as uh, reactive and focused on problems, customer success is more proactive and it focuses on partnerships. Sounds great. Okay, so it sounds like we should all have great customer success teams. So what would a customer success team look like? Who would be on the customer success team? Yeah, so that's a great question. So for, for anybody out there that is uh, thinking about or now seeing the benefit of having a designated customer success team, or at least a function, at least some people that are responsible for customer success, responsible for customer retention, responsible for customer expansion or revenue expansion, for example, then you'll want to start thinking about, so how do I build this team? And what are some of the uh, seats on that team or the roles on that team? Well, the first thing that you want to have is you want to have someone responsible for uh, onboarding. So onboarding is once your sales team has actually closed that deal and you now have a new customer. Yes, we have a new customer. So how do you actually onboard them? How do you get them um, uh, acquainted with the system or the software? How do you set them up with an account or username, password, uh, login details, uh, any information? Like, what do you do to actually get that customer to start using your product? Is it a welcome kit? Anything for onboarding. So who's responsible for getting that customer to start using the product or service? So onboarding. Another thing you want to look at is actually training. So that could be product training. So if, for example, you are selling CRM, well, you want to help your customer win, right? You want your customer to actually be using your CRM because if they don't use it, you know, use it or lose it, right? So whether it's a CRM or instant messaging or any kind of technology platform, if your customers aren't using it and the adoption rates are low, well, when it comes time to renew that subscription, well, they may just cancel because they go, well, we don't even use it. It's because they maybe don't know what they don't know. They haven't been trained on how to use all the features, all the bells and whistles. So absolutely, there does need to be a training component to customer success. So that's a big part of their role. And then, as I did talk about customer success and customer service overlap, well, sometimes there's going to be technical issues. So yes, there's always going to be situations where, for whatever reason, uh, a website is down, a customer can't log in, they lost their login credentials, there's a glitch, they're having trouble accessing something, they lost a file, they lost some data. There's always some situation where they're going to need some support, some help. So having uh, someone who's responsible for technical support, addressing technical issues is an important part of the customer success team. Okay, that sounds great. Thanks, Tom. So now that we have the team, how do we improve the team? What do we start looking for? What KPIs do we track? And how do we analyze the success of the customer success team? Right, okay. So this is one of my favorite questions and, and a lot of people get nervous when we start talking about KPIs. Okay. For example, in the sales world, we all know KPIs. Leads generated, leads converted, right? Average revenue per customer, shorten that sales cycle. So we're very clear about what are some of the KPIs for a sales team. Marketers hate hearing about KPIs. They want to be judged by the creativity of their content, but there are KPIs that you need to assign to marketers and marketing teams. Also, similarly, there are some KPIs that we have to attach to a customer success team. So what are those? Well, once the salesperson has closed that deal, they then should hand over that account, hand over that account to customer success who then is responsible 
for tracking and uh, reducing churn. So customer churn. So for anyone who's not familiar with that term, churn, churn basically means like when you're churning or turning, losing. So you can close 10 deals, 10 accounts, 10 new customers, but how long do they stay with you? So you want to be tracking monthly and or quarterly churn. How many customers are you losing uh, month on month or, or this month compared to last month or this month, the month of this year compared to last month of this year, for example. So you want to be tracking churn. How many are we losing? So by tracking how many are we losing, therefore, it's the responsibility of that team to not lose them, to retain them. So churn is a big KPI that CS teams need to be looking at. Another one they should be looking at is, of course, uh, monthly revenue. So if you're in a, a subscription model, SaaS, for example, where you have monthly recurring revenue, well, you want to make sure how's our monthly recurring revenue looking? Is that number going up or is it going down? So if it's going down, if it's going down, it could be attributed to customer churn. But it could also be, perhaps, as we head into possible I mean, I dare, dare I say the R word, I won't say it, but uncertain economic times, you may notice there could be a decrease in revenue, not due to customer churn, but actually maybe downgrades. So you may have a customer that's spending less with you. They are reducing the number of seats or licenses, for example. So again, customer success needs to be watching this and making sure that those numbers aren't going down. So you've got churn rate, you've got um, uh, monthly recurring revenue, on the flip side of that, there's expansion revenue. So what does that mean? Well, expansion revenue is how do we increase the average revenue per customer? So while your sales team did a great job of closing a deal at you know, 10K or 100K, well, once they've closed that deal and handed it off to the customer success team, well, they are now going back to their sales role and they're trying to close new deals. So then who's responsible for increasing the average revenue per customer? Well, you could say that that could be the CS team. The customer success team could have as a KPI to go deeper and wider into that account. To in, We call it expansion revenue. So that could be through uh, upsells. So if you sold 100 licenses, let's see if we can get 150 or 200 licenses. Or it could be a cross-sell where there could be an ancillary product or service that you could add on to that sale. Well, that would be the responsibility of the customer success team. You also want to be looking, so not just revenue expansion, but you want to look at uh, overall customer satisfaction. So looking at customer satisfaction scores, how are we doing? Are we doing a good job? Is the customer happy with the level of service we're providing them? Are they achieving their goals? So let me tell you, if we're not customer focused and we're just kind of focused on us and our numbers and our KPIs, that's very limited in our thinking. There's a reason why our customers signed up for whatever they signed up for. There's a reason why customers open their wallets is because they had a problem that they believed that we could help them solve. Mm -hmm. So are we helping them solve that problem? So that's part of customer satisfaction. And also there's other tools like the net promoter score. So not only are they satisfied with you, What's the likelihood that they would actually promote you and refer you and recommend you to other people? Right. Are you referable? If you want to take your sales skills to the next level and learn how to master the entire sales process, join Soko Academy and get certified in Soko Selling. The link is in the notes.
Hmm, that sounds great. Okay, so what if a customer success leader takes a look at these KPIs from their team <laughs>、right. and they see that there is room for improvement? Right. So what should they do? Got it. So they look like, wow, this sounds really great, Tom. I don't think my team can do any of this,、yeah. or, or you know, they, they struggle a little bit. Unsurprisingly, the answer to that is training. The good news is these people can be trained. So in the same way that we train. Salespeople to increase revenue. We can offer the same types of programs for customer success teams as well, because they're in a sales role. I mean, look, if ever you are customer facing, this is my belief. If you are customer facing in any capacity, regardless of what your role or your title is, congratulations, you're in sales. You're part of the revenue team. So sales, marketing, customer success, you're all part of the revenue team. Responsible for generating revenue for the company, and as a result, yes, you can undergo some training. So when we look at,、um, uh, so what are some things that you could be trained on? Asking great questions, right? On the flip side, what ends up happening quite often is you have, as I mentioned, a reactive customer support team or customer service team, and they're very reactive. So they wait until they get complaints from customers to try to resolve the complaints. Quite often, by then it's too late. Let's say your、uh, the renewal date for、uh, a contract is in thirty days, and they're not happy. Well, guess what happens on that thirty thirtieth day? You send them an invoice, you touch base, and only to find out that they've they're canceling their service and they're going with someone else because they were never happy. Like it's not like they canceled today because they're not happy. They have not been happy the whole time. They haven't been supported、um, the whole time. And we haven't been helping them succeed the whole time. So, what we need to do is we need to、um, get customer success teams trained at asking good questions, checking in with their accounts on a regular basis. Hey, what's going on with your account?、Um, what are the utilization rates? And actually coming with information. Hey, I'm logging in. I've noticed here are the utilization rates for your team. They're doing this. They're doing that. They're achieving this. They're achieving that. Asking the how are you using this? What improvements have you seen on the ground with your team? How is your team using this to close more deals on their side? So checking in and and、um, anticipating some issues they may have, you know, anticipating some issues they may have. So asking good questions, checking in, doing great discovery. No one knows more about what your customers are doing than the customer success team. They're the one with their ear to the ground, their boots on the ground. They know exactly day to day. They know the sales team doesn't know utilization rates for、um, your customers, nor should they. But your customer success team, they know every single day who's doing what. So they need to be communicating that information to other people on the team, which I can talk about in a moment. But more importantly, communicating that to their customers. They also need to be really good, of course, at selling, cross-selling, and upselling. Seeing some opportunities, not just revenue opportunities, wink, wink, but opportunities for your customers to succeed even more. What are some services or products that your team offers that could actually be a great value to that customer? Now we could sit here and say, well, that's the responsibility of the sales team、um, in, in prior conversations, and sure it is. The sales team should be bringing this up as they're working with an account. But it may not have been the right time. They may not have budget at that time. There's many reasons why a customer may not pull the trigger on some of these upsells and crosssells that a good salesperson had had、um, 
proposed earlier on in the sales conversation. But absolutely, look, the sales cycle goes on forever. Mm -hmm. In fact, as long as you have the lifetime of a customer, that is the perpetual sales cycle. Therefore, when it gets handed off to customer success, they're responsible for um, uh, expansion revenue. Okay. So it sounds like we should be training them on communication skills, sales skills, which would include asking questions. And of course, we can go deeper with that, but there's a lot of ways that we can help the customer success improve. Absolutely. They get better at sales. The fundamentals of sales, your CS team is going to be better in their role. Sounds great. And Tom, how can we help customers succeed? Right. So if you're thinking about, um, if you're thinking about how do I get started? How do, how, how do we actually help our customers succeed? So there's a few things that you can do and you can start right away. The first thing you want to do is actually start thinking about building a customer success team. Okay. Right. So that's step one. So after listening to this, you're going to say, I am going to build a customer success team. If you don't already have one. If you don't already have one. <laughs> now, if you do have one, so this advice is for whether you don't or you do, but you want to make sure, number one, that you actually start setting some goals for that team. Don't just establish a customer success team because I told you to on a podcast. You create it because you see that team as a means to an end for your company. What is that end? Maybe that end is going into a new market. Maybe that end is expansion revenue. Again, um, if, if your focus is not on acquiring new customers, but your focus is on going deeper and wider into existing accounts, and you've decided, wait a minute, our strategy for 2023 is to make sure that we can get expansion revenue. And our focus is customer retention. It's costing us way too much, like the customer acquisition cost, we call it CAC. Customer acquisition costs are way too high. The sales cycle is far too long. Um, we need to really buckle down and focus on the accounts that we have right now. Are we, are we maximizing the revenue potential and, and our existing accounts? 100% not. For every single company, there, I, I defy anybody in the comments to tell me if you have maximized all revenue potential with all your accounts, 100% the answer is no. So set some goals around that. That's number one. And then if you haven't already, well, then you build the team. The second thing you want to do for your customer success team to be very successful is you've got to start educating your customers. Have this mindset, not a, not a sales mindset, but an education mindset. How do we inform, better inform our customers? So that could be something as simple, automated, as having a uh, FAQ page, frequently asked questions on your website, or frequently asked questions on your LinkedIn company page, for example. It could be having explainer videos. So um, it could be having a live chat on your website. So this is actually all part of customer success. So you want to have that. You also want to start looking at um, onboarding customers more effectively. So what are some of the tools? What are some of the resources, some of the videos, some of the, the blog posts or articles that maybe it's, it's having a live webinar, you know, um, live and then pre-recorded that you can have in a resource section on your website. So how do you onboard and train your customers so that they can get what they need when they need it and they don't have to drop you an email asking questions, which creates friction and lag in time. So you want to start looking at that. This is something that your customer success team can initiate these types of things. And then finally, I'd say you've got to communicate. Well, there's actually two, two last things. One is your CS team needs to communicate very effectively with other teams in your organization. I see it time and time again. You've got sales, doesn't know what marketing is doing. Marketing doesn't know what sales is doing. Never the two shall meet. And again, that is um, uh, 
not an effective way to run an organization. When you start adding a customer success team in the mix, okay, now you've got three teams that maybe aren't communicating with each other very well. So communication has got to be paramount. It's critical. Make sure that you um, are sharing information and sharing resources, sharing marketing collaterals, for example. There are so many great things that marketing has probably created, and maybe the sales team has also created some of their own collaterals that they could be sharing with the customer success team that could be supporting customers on their journey. So open communication, super, super important. One concept that I'm very excited about that I am championing is moving away from these siloed sales teams and siloed marketing teams and siloed customer success teams, bringing them all together under one umbrella, under one roof, and that's called the revenue team. Yep. And the revenue team is responsible jointly, cooperatively, collaboratively for increasing revenue in the company. Now, we all have small different tasks to do, but our primary role and function, no matter which team you're on, is to generate revenue for the company. So start kind of seeing it like that and things can go uh, a long, long way. And then the last thing I want to, the last thing I want to share, I know it's never ending. The last thing I want to share that you can do, um, Customer success teams can focus on uh, promoting customer loyalty. That's really what it comes down to. Not just customer satisfaction, because everybody is satisfied. It's loyal. Are they going to stick with you month after month, quarter after quarter, year after year? So how do you improve customer loyalty? Well, maybe it's giving them some rewards, whether it's rewards, incentives, some bonus points that they can redeem for something that they find interesting, not just an iPad, unless they want an iPad, but don't just come up with these gifts that you think are interesting and then nobody wants them, right? It's just a waste of your money, time, and it might just be a, a literal throwaway for your customer. So what do they really want? And also, you know, possibly discounts. Maybe it's, hey, you know, you've been a loyal customer for X number of months or whatnot. We're happy to offer you a, a discount on your renewal, maybe give you more licenses or more seats. Whatever it is to keep that customer, as long as they're a profitable customer, keep them happy. Sounds great. So it sounds like if you don't have a customer success team, get one. Get one. And if you have one, improve them. Optimize. <laughs> sounds great. So any final thoughts that you want to add on Ooh, here? Final thoughts. Well, I've, I've gone on a lot here, um, but it's because this topic for me is super exciting. And, and we don't talk about it enough, so I'm glad that, that we have this platform to talk about it. I think my final thoughts would really just kind of echo my first thoughts. It's really about appreciating how difficult it is today in this current economic climate to acquire new customers. It's never been more challenging than now to actually get new customers. And in the same way when people ask me about the importance of outbound selling, so that we're not overly reliant on inbound, which is extremely passive. So outbound, that's a whole other podcast. Outbound sales is great because you actually go out there and prospect and hunt and you fill your pipeline. You're focusing on top of funnel activities and no one can stop you from doing it. Inbound, you run some ads, some campaigns, you, you, you boost some posts and SEO and you sit back and you wait and you hope that people click. Very passive approach and it's unpredictable. Outbound, predictable. Now, the next level of that is still, there's the time and effort, the customer acquisition cost of doing outbound. You need a team to do it. So there's time and effort and money involved in that. 
once you've already acquired that customer, you own them. They are yours. You have so much data to pull from if you're keeping track of things that it's unbelievable. You can tailor your offering. You can go back to them. It's a lot, you know, this is a lot easier to go back to the well, to go back and to sell to an existing customer. I mean, sometimes I can just hop on WhatsApp, drop one of my customers a message and go, hey, is this a good time to talk about your training plan for 2023? Boom. We've got a meeting already and we start laying out that plan. Way easier than doing cold outreach or cold outbound. So you have all these resources in front of you at your disposal that we're not maximizing those opportunities. That's why your customer success team is critical. Sounds great. And also talking about optimizing your customer success team. Of course, we do have a customer success program which uh, goes through all of the skills we discussed earlier, sales skills, questioning, customer service in there too. Mm -hmm. If you hop on our website at socoselling.com, you go to training, look for customer success, you'll find our whole program that covers customer success. So if you've got marketers, if you've got salespeople, if you've got customer success people, anybody who actually has conversations with other humans, guess what? They're part of your revenue team and we can help them. Sounds great. Well, thanks so much, everyone. And thanks for Tom for all of your tips today. Thank you for having me. And thanks for joining us, everyone. See ya. To get in touch with me, you can find me on LinkedIn by looking up Tom Abbott Soko. And you can reach out to us on our website, SokoSelling.com, where our program advisors are happy to help plan out the ideal training solution for your team. Take care, everyone. And I hope you'll tune in to the next episode of the Selling in Asia podcast.